Hello and welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. And we are coming at you with something a little bit different. So uh, there's the normal podcast. If you listen to it on all the other fine stuff like Spotify and iTunes and YouTube and Newgrounds and all that good stuff. But uh, also, if you happen to be on the Twitter, we're just going to try out a little... Uh, little live stream with the StreamYard thing. Um, been trying it out on via VHS. We did a couple episodes over there with Wes, and um, it's been kind of a, it's kind of kind of fun, kind of something different. I was actually kind of impressed at how easy it kind of works, you know, because whenever we tried, like, new video services, sometimes beyond Skype, because everybody always feels like they're going to find something that's sort of, like, better than Skype, and I always kind of feel like, I don't know, Skype just, you know, it's a sort of old faithful. I mean, it, it had its rough patches back in the day, but in the last couple of years, it hasn't failed me yet. Yeah, no. I feel like I just see the people that have no problem streaming. I'm like, well, I know that's not Skype. So it's just like I have no idea what this magical, what what these different services are. Maybe we finally found one. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I've never had had a problem with Skype in the last three years. I know that's kind of how it is. I feel like I seem to feel like it works even better than Discord and. Um, Whatever the heck, there's some of these other ones we tried out. Just it's kind of like once once you try them for a couple times, and they seem cool, and then all of a sudden there's something wrong. But uh, the streamyard's been pretty impressive. So, whatever. Big thing we're getting into is uh, all of a sudden there's been unearthed and kind of discovered out of like nowhere, just sitting there in Japan somewhere that waiting for us Americans to finally get it. But um, there's like a movie novelization manga version of the Super Mario Brothers movie out there. And the second that I saw that pop up from the Super Mario Brothers archive, which they've been on the podcast before many moons ago and so on, I was like, oh my gosh. Whatever it is Mario movie-wise, I feel like, one, I want to have more podcasts than anybody else on that subject. And two, it's like anything else to kind of add to it it's that kind of thing this there's just not enough mario movie stuff out there that i feel the more we can find the cooler that is yeah and this was i guess it's the thing stuff just keeps on popping up for it whether it be like some aspect that went into the making of it and here's like you know different scripts or concept art or even that director's cut you know mm-hmm. so now it's just like I mean, I'm not surprised this thing exists, but I guess it's just one of those things, like, I guess, you know, you almost assume something gets made, it goes into this, like, into some, I don't know, some kind of, like, collective library, like, we forgot we had this thing, some kid, <laughs> some kid dug this up from a, from a from a fucking lunchbox, tucked away that he thought he lost, and now it's just like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's kind of, how it feels. Yeah, yeah, well, that's always kind of the weird thing. It's like there's these things like this, and it's like, why has this not been out there before? Why, you know? And I know, I know that back in the day, I just don't think other countries ever, you know, thought they're like, nobody in America's gonna want to read our version of it. And like, you know, lo and behold, once you kind of get the fans later on and so on like that, it's like, yes, yes, anything and everything. I don't care what it is, you know. It's it's like that same thing with movies. It's like, you know what? Put a version out there where you take all those deleted scenes. Just it doesn't have to be the main version of the film but just slap together the big huge version of it you know what i mean like put put that out there just for us to see because if you're going to talk about some of these deleted scenes i almost want kind of want to see them and that's almost how it sort of feels with all this like extra kind of like mario movie marketing stuff is it's like i really want to see what more there is of it if something pops up like the director's cut that came out with you know the extra like 30 minutes of just whatever scenes there possibly was thrown kind of back into the movie or even stuff like, you know, reading the other scripts and stuff that we've done before where, hey, we get a completely different take on what this Mario movie could have been. Yeah, 
And well, it's, it's just kind of interesting sometimes seeing this thing being like, how do you how do you how do you put it? I guess something to the effect of like, it's just interesting because it's already a Japanese thing. Present to some Americans like this is some weird wacky shit. How we get? Let's make it a steampunk kind of not steampunk a cyberpunk Mad Max sat political satire type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you know the Japanese like oh they made this thing really fucking weird. Okay, well let's try and make it a little bit more Mario, but still I guess we got to kind of follow this story. And it also comes back to that thing like when you're a kid you would see like to be like a movie that comes out and there'd be like you know like the book that came along with the movie like the picture book or whatever mm-hmm. and you'd be like oh you know this is the kind of sped up version and then you read this like oh this is basically the manga equivalent of that it's like the one you know when they had like those book fairs at school back in the day which really is just such a you think about it, like there's so many of those ploys that i feel like companies kind of have of like okay we're gonna give your school some extra money and so on but you gotta let us kind of sell some stuff here you know what? just bring the kids in have their parents you know give them 50 bucks each or whatnot and we're gonna sell some books hardcore we're gonna keep you know steep them up and whatnot and like they're like kids are dumb just you know we'll put, we'll put the song the hedgehog the, the animated like picture book out there they're gonna buy that instead of you know any real like reading it's it's not um it's not move actually sorry i know we're live i don't think anybody's cued in yet my dog won't stop whining okay let the, l- l- let the dog out i'll, I'll care i'll carry i'll carry the heavyweight for us <laughs> oh that dang dog i tell you what i'm just sitting here having to wait for him mm-hmm <laughs> Well, also, I guess, speaking of this, is uh, I can kind of go on and go, um, this uh, translation is brought to us by a guy named Milo Sket, or that's his kind of handle online and whatnot, so he did kind of the translation and putting the comic all together, and um, if you look at the podcast later on, we'll put a link in there so you can access it and uh, do all the reading yourself and whatnot and go through it. It's not super long, but it's still super awesome, so that that's Mario in general right there. But, um, but yeah, once Ryan gets back, we can start deep diving into it. You know, even go in farther with, like, the the extra stories that come along with the whole package here and everything like that. Oh, I can hear, I hear him yelling at the dog. You know, you know how that goes when the dog's just not doing what you want him to do. It's so lovely. But, yeah, no, this thing uh, this thing is super cool. For anybody who's a Super Mario Brothers fan out there, this is definitely, like, a must-read. goes along with how, almost how cool those extra scripts are, the pre-scripts are, before it was made. If you want to check any of that out, we have that on oldmanorange.com. Um, check out one of those episodes. could leave a link in there, too. But uh, go through the whole deep dive, good old times, with the movie, with the extra scripts, and so on. Hey, okay, here we go. Ryan's coming back in. Oh, look, Sorry there he is. That. That's okay. So, I'm assuming um, nobody popped in yet in the chat, as far as I can see, so I figured no big deal. But yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Just just left me hanging here. That's okay. No, no, no. Yeah. But I was saying, like, the book fairs and stuff, those yeah. things, that, that was where I feel like you would find some of this stuff. And actually, in when we were doing or kind of reading through this new version, there was one thing I saw on there. It's like, oh, they had this kind of cool, there was, like, the movie novelization in Japan. And then I was like, wait a second. I wonder if there's one in the U.S. that was like a novelization of Super Mario Brothers, and lo and behold, there actually is, which I think at some point down the line, somehow, some way, 
it looks like the physical copies are you know not cheap but uh, you probably could track down a pdf or something somewhere you know i think the internet archive might have some stuff but that would be a fun thing to go through and just kind of check out you know because a lot of times novelizations yeah it's gonna be the core story but there'll be like those subtle differences in there i think that's what makes those things kind of special well there's a time where novelizations where you weren't sure if you know you'd see it again because VHSs mm-hmm. weren't always readily available. So I'd be like, okay, well, this is kind of like the book of the movie <laughs> I saw, you know? And then, like, I, I'm wondering, I'm assuming it's probably, like, a scholastic, like, 40-page novelization. I'm, I'd be really surprised. Well, it's it's 120 like, pages. Oh, 120. Okay, so. okay. I, that, that's more than I thought it would be, but at the same time, there's also those ones where, it, like, was super thick. Like, the movie's not that long. How's the book like? Like, how's the book like? You know, like three hundred pages. You know, I, I saw the movie. I, I want to say that's what my Mortal Kombat the uh, novelization is. I want to say it's like three hundred and eighty pages. Okay. And it's been a long time since I read it. I literally read the book and did a book report on it, which probably is just like that's like every teacher just like face palm, just be like, Jesus, we we sent him out there to read a book. I mean, I, I, we can't argue that he read a book, but he went out and found the Mortal Kombat novelization. <laughs> I remember one kid, it was right when it came out, like, uh, to America at least, Naruto, he did like a, there's a book report, and he did a book report on Naruto, and you see the teacher's like, well, you got me through a loophole, like, I would have said no, but there's nothing on here that says anything about a graphic novel, so. Yeah. I get here we are. <laughs> it's, it's exactly it. So he, he's a fox boy and he dresses in orange. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, I'll, you sell me on it now. <laughs> Why do I need to read this? <laughs> it didn't meet the page requirements. So yeah, right, here we are. I'm like, shit. I could have read Batman Long Halloween. Yeah, those, the possibilities were endless. But I think with the movie uh, novelization, I want to say this real quick. I think the other thing that was really big that I kind of didn't think about too much till like just a while ago was that okay, you have the movie come out back in the day and. For, you know, a good maybe year, that VHS doesn't come out. So the novelization was almost the way like, man, I really want to watch that movie. It's not in theaters anymore. I can pick up the book. Or then I also feel there's the Kevin Smith thing. Your parents won't let you go see a rated R movie, but that doesn't mean you can't go pick up the novelization of it. Yeah, there's that. Or if you have the really fucked up parents, like the super, super... I mean, there's the parents that are Christian, but then there's parents that are super Christian. Like, no, no, Jacob can't watch anything over PG. What's this have? PG It's a PG-13, that's right. No, he can't go see the new Lara Croft movie or whatever it is that kids watch. Yeah, no British... Those shorts are way too short. I'm just saying that. That is not very... I don't see what good value you're going to pull from this. I'm just saying. I love it first, right when you said, like, you know when you have the really cruel parents? All I thought was be like, yeah, my parents, like, you know, the new Matrix came out. Oh, dude, you see it? No, my parents said I could only read the book of it. <laughs> Not the cool parents, Christian parents. <laughs> it's one of those, I mean, like, they let me read anything, but I can't go see the movie. And they got something the against, like, you know, flashing pictures. I <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't. Watch Clockwork Orange, but I could read a Clockwork Orange. You read a Clockwork Orange. You know, too bad it was in a different language. Actually, no, it's mostly (laughs) half English, half Russian. Well, yeah, it was confusing. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, I I will say, before we go too far into this, we should probably give credit to where credit's due, because the person who made this possible is somebody on Tumblr who goes by uh, Milo's Cat, and this is the person who did the translation and the editing and the cleaning of the pages, and he 
they, I don't know who's to the he or they, whatever, they went out of their way and made this thing, and thank you for that. Yeah, I, I kind of mentioned that when you uh, t- took off for a bit. But uh, oh, you did? Yeah. Right. Well, it was it was my filler point. I was like, well, I guess I'll just get some uh, house cleaning of what's going on here. Done. Opening credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do 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 do. That's that's where you just need like a keyboard sitting here. So it's just like, oh, he's gone. Just start doing it. It's either that or it's like it's on the screen and you start getting like that kind of Wayne's World feel where you're like Garth and it's that point where like Wayne walks out. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this anymore. And then Garth's sitting there on set and it's like the camera's on him. He's like. I'm having a good time. Not Wayne! (laughs) (laughs) And then the camera's just focused on his face, and he's just staring straight into it. (laughs) We could just do a total melt. Now that we're doing video, now we're posting it for the whole world to see, we could just do, like, the whole, like... Old Man Orange fall apart one. It's like the where like where like Anthony and Opie Opie the Anthony Anthony and Opie eventually yeah Opie you know you know the show Anthony and Opie uh huh how that near later episodes they just started to fall apart like you know fuck you man fuck you I come on the show every fucking day you come in late you know (laughs) we just get to that point like why drew the fucking logo why edit the fucking show we can have that. I don't know what it is. It's like whenever shows do fall apart, it's like say they have podcasts. There, there's something magical. Like I, I, it makes like once it gets when, when shit gets real, and you can just tell it's like somebody's not having fun there anymore. <laughs> you just can't help but laugh. It's like you know when you get those podcasts and just like they'll, they'll have like a certain guest on there, and the guest just really isn't made for public speaking. You know. <laughs> those are sometimes some of the best episodes, though. Some people would say otherwise, but I just I love the hostility there. There is a show. We'll, we'll actually get to this in a minute. But well, there's there's a show. I back when we first started, there's a show that popped up around the same time as us called Two Average Dicks, and it was just a you mm-hmm. know laid back casual conversation show with two guys, and I think they're in um, like Michigan or something o- like that. I think they're Oklahoma. Oklahoma, City. Oklahoma. That's right. Yeah. 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 And I really it was one of my favorite shows when when it was on. And at some point they brought in some guy, and it was very much that case. And by the <laughs> end, they just start kind of like fuck with the guy and start saying random things like. What's your favorite kind of cheeseburger? It's just like very stern. <laughs> the guy's just like, you guys actually have listeners. People actually tune into this show. What's your favorite type of show? Because like, eventually, because they weren't getting a lot from the guy, so they just started like that. You could hear there was this agreed upon thing. Like, yep. Just fuck with them. We're not getting anything. That's just from a regular conversation. Let's all right. Yeah, exactly. Like one of those ones, but um. That was also the first show that, like, I realized, like, when it's like, oh, they have a phone number you can call in while they podcast? Like, it's like, well, this one's a band. No, you could do that on radio. I just never heard of anybody doing that podcasting yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that, that's a great idea right there. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, good stuff. Jumping in. Let's, uh, we, we could kind of dive into the Mario one, which is, it definitely is, like, the abridged version, for sure, of the movie. I mean, like, the super speedy version. Like, hey, you, you got, uh, ten minutes to watch the Mario Brothers movie? Well, guess what? Here's a manga that explains it for you real quick. Yeah, yeah. So it is super speedy. Uh, it is one of these things, like, I don't really know, um, anything about this particular artist. I will say all the characters in it, though, they remind me of, like, extras in Dragon Ball. Or uh, occasionally... Oh, this guy looks kind of like he's like you know a poke a Pokemon gym leader or something, you know. Yeah, well, that's what they kind of have. They they have kind of like that, almost like the background character sort of look. Like the artwork's good. It's not saying there's anything there, but yeah. it's like they have like that kind of background sort of character look. Like how do we know this guy's Mario? Let's slap a mustache on him. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Well, like, they, they, they look good, but I just kind of, like, if it was an episode of Dragon Ball or something, you would just see those guys in the background running away while Cell is, like, going on a murder rampage. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what all these characters... They, they all have just a similar kind of look to that, you know? Like, Mario Warrior, almost like, has the look of, like, the guy that uh, Raditz kills the second he lands on Earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, catches the bullet, flicks it back at the car. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but it's got just kind of cool stuff. I mean, it's got even the cool, like, intro where, like, the, you know, the meteor strikes and you get some dinosaurs in there and whatnot. And then, um, you know, even Daisy has, like, mine's like that kind of, like, 80s, even though I know this is 1993, but it has, like, that 80s sort of, like, uh, manga anime look to it. It does. And they already kind of, they, this is very much streamlined. They already know Daisy. She's like, Mario, Luigi. <laughs> oh, shit. It's that college student. What, how does she know like a 45-year-old plum? I don't know. But what do you need help with, sweetheart? Whose toilet's clogged this day? You know what I mean? Okay, you kid, you can't flush so much drugs down the toilet at once. That's not what I call you about. Oh, okay. <laughs> You One know, day I, you will. I thought that was business as usual lots of times, you know, when a college kid grabs you. You know, it's like, hey, only college kids call about plumbers just when they need their toilet unclogged. And guys, you know, it's going to be a dangerous, messy, you know, duty, but somebody's got to do it. Watch Goodfellas. It didn't work out in that. It's not going to work out in real life. Yeah, but we're not calling you about drugs flushed down the toilet. One day you will, okay? I'm just saying it for now. It's like, damn it, Daisy, it's you and your girlfriends playing battle shits again. <laughs> you know that's not good for the plumbing. Bertha was here, wasn't it? I can smell it. I know that scent anywhere. You gave her my number yet. <laughs> What about Pauline? Eh, another game. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I let that the monkey time. have his fun. That stupid two-time at all. <laughs> the weird thing she is now is that there's a junior running around, and I, I'm trying to put two, two and two together. Same time, I don't really want to think about it. My mind can't help but wander there, you know? Yeah. Literally, who is Donkey Kong Country's, you know, mother? Nobody's ever answered that before, right? <laughs> I've seen that bitch eat too many banana splits. I know what's really going on. It was training. It was training. All right, day. are you guys going to come to the dig site or not? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. We'll, we'll get our tools and everything. We're, we're, we're the this fuck is all the window seal. <laughs> this is the 32 pages that there is, like... They didn't get anywhere in this story, no. It actually ended the second that they finally stopped that stupid conversation. <laughs> the, la the whole rest of the movie is summed up in three pages after this. That's it, it's just done. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, they literally get, and then, like, Iggy and Spike are, like, instantaneously, like, there already. And th they got that, like, sort of Dragon Ball Z, like, background henchman look of, like, the Red you know, Ribbon Army or something like that. Yeah, one of them looks like, I'm going to say Spike actually even kind of looks like, and it's not just because, he's not bald, but his head's in the same shape as if he was bald, like the hair doesn't really make much of a difference, but when, um, uh, what was that evil wizard that brought Majin Buu, Boppity, or whatever his name is, he had the oh, two yeah. guys, there, there's like the, there's the shorter, there's the shorter guy with the M on his head, and there's the taller guy with the M on his head, they kind of give me vibes of those guys. Yeah, almost has that kind of feel to it and whatnot. It, I, it's like one of those ones, you just makes you wonder if they, like this uh, manga artist or whatnot is just like, here you go, here's a couple of promo pictures from the Scholastics book of the Mario Brothers movie. Now make, <laughs> now, <laughs> now put this together into, you know, something we can put in between a Koro Koro comic. 
Now I'm also wondering here if if they have because some of the things they definitely took creative liberties with, but I'm also wondering if like. Well, we're not going to show you guys the fucking movie. Well, we actually kind of created Mario. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you say you did. But no, we're not going to show you the fucking movie. You can see it after America gets it, okay? <laughs> anyway, only one that gets to get see it first is that Shigeru Makimoto, Makimoto, whatever his fucking name is. I don't yeah, know. Whatever he is, you know. Yeah, I'm not into this shit. I just make money <laughs> off it. Anyway, um, when that... Like... I got. I wonder if they got like early versions of the scripts or anything, because the movie went as you know as a lot of people know by now. The movie went through production hell, and maybe mm-hmm. there was other versions of like or shots of them going in or going down tubes or something. Because even in the original draft, which we covered, which was drastically different, uh, they got there through tubes. So right here, they get well. They don't actually get there through tubes. They take a shortcut through the tubes. But hey, it's a reference, you know. Yeah, they do have that. Well, it's like, I, I want to say that it said that this comic came out in 1993. And, you know, knowing the speed of Japanese artists, this could be probably put together in like two weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I, I feel like it's not like an American production where, like, we're going to need six months to put this 30 pages together. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at this now at this particular page right before they jump in the. And I have to change it abruptly, but right before they jump in the, the hole here. Luigi looks kind of like a more like a less like less wide-eyed Lupin. I mean, not like like Lupin the Third. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like not really. I mean, kind of like a little bit more nervous. I mean, Lupin the Third is just always wide-eyed, not like personality-wise, but his eyes are always wide open. Like, yeah, let's fucking steal some shit. You know, where he's like, I don't know about this guy. You know? Yeah. No. 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 I, I definitely feel like it kind of has that kind of look to him and everything like that. I guess we could take this, this panel of Mario of Mario not like the, looking behind not the him. Tumblr just, one. I want oh, it. Yeah. I was just it's going, at the bottom of that. Boom, yeah. there we go. Yeah, go next go to the next page. Look at Mario on the fourth panel. Right. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> something about that look. <laughs> He's just like, oh god, if, if there's the rent collectors again, they're coming for us, I know. They ain't taking away our paddy wagon. <laughs> well, almost it feels like if you were reading it more like, uh, you know, uh, manga style, the other direction and whatnot, then, then mm-hmm. if you look at the next one, don't look at the words, it just seems this, that look of like, let's get out of here, Luigi! <laughs> it's the IRS! <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to no law, man. Like Papa always said. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Here's some pipes, you know what I mean? Let's just go down these. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Does it it lead out out of here? Right into that shithole that kid jumped into in Schindler's List. I don't know. Anything's better than here right now. Yeah, but Luigi, what if... uh, I mean, but Mario, what what if this is where the girls were doing battle shits at? Believe me, it's better than the IRS. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it comes out. Jump in. No, I fucking get. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> He's about to go down like that cliff right there into that ravine, and then like, <laughs> does he grab onto something with his mouth? Oh, he fucking no, no, oh, no, no. He grabs him with his stash. He's no, he, he grabs with the stash right there, and so on. That's what it was. That's right. <laughs> so he does that, but um, as it kind of goes through, you can kind of see it's it's similar to like the movie where like she kind of leans in, like, oh, what the fuck? She's coming in through the wall. They're coming that out of the goddamn like, wall! That does look like some ring shit right there. The yeah. way Peach is drawn with like the merge and the like pupilless eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> coming through, but um 
they they keep going in there and whatnot, pop out, then they're in like Koopa Town. And this is the interesting thing is once you start to see Dennis Hopper start up here, I guess you got to go first through like it's not a bomb in this one. It's just like literally exploding mushroom, which is kind of weird because it's like we're That's, here, yeah. we're at the source of Japan, and now we're even like like you know what? Let's just simplify it even more. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering what happened there. Like somebody just had to put their own creative stamp on it. Like guys, you're you're in the place where Mario comes from. You're not going to put in the bomb? No, we want to do our own creative flourish. Like, you don't got to, but all right. I mean, the idea, I'll, I'll be honest, the idea of an exploding mushroom does sound like it's something cool. you would... It's a cool concept. It all sounds like something you'd see out of Zelda or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, really, it's actually not a bad idea. Like, and I'll even say this. I guess because everything's so simplified in it, it you know, hey, it, it almost feels like we just combined the two together. Just, you know what I mean? We've combined everything else together in this thing. Let's just combine the mushroom and, you know, the bomb. Because I, I guess that makes more sense than just a random bomb appearing in fungus. You know, a mushroom well, guess, explodes yeah. seems almost a little bit more logical. Well, I guess here's the question in regard to the movie. Where the fuck does he get the bombs from, you know? I mean, I never really put a whole lot of thought into it. I mean, there's probably enough crackheads running around just leaving explosive everywhere, and the mushroom, the, just a little, like, yeah. fungus tentacle grabs you. Like, I might need this later, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, just, but, like, the idea of, like, the idea of, like, um, I, I don't know, like, or maybe it's just, maybe just tinkering it itself, you know? But it's just one of those things, like, it does seem like a, different choice but it's not like a horrible choice though i do like the thing is like careful those things explode like okay whatever tosses it over his shoulder <laughs> sure, and blows up like dude come on the did i just say they explode come on jesus come here but uh the, even though we get to this part too it's like because then there's the lady with like the baby and whatnot and like, they kind of give her a, a different look <laughs> you know i was kind of expecting the old lady to pop out but they uh, they didn't want to have the old lady there be like your boy's yeah, lost yeah Everyone looks very normal. They don't have that whole kind of like reptilian crackhead type look to it. Unless you get to Koopa. Koopa looks totally kind of like like a season one. Once again, I'm going to probably say this more than once, but it looks like a season one villain from Dragon Ball. Not like a, well, not one that's like waiting for them at the end of the show, but like at the end of the season, but like mid season, like for one or two episodes, you know? Uh, you know what? I, I, look at this picture of Cooper right here. This is something that I wish I had this back in the day, and I could have found Dennis Hopper and said, "Hey, could you sign this picture?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one thing. It's one thing for him. For I don't know if that'd be him. offensive. He'd be like, "Just take a look at that." Looks at you. <laughs> looks back at this picture. One of the last pages of the I remember because I had it of the Mario Brothers movie coloring book was like Dennis Hopper as slime just kind of like just, it's the suit and it just slimed out like will you sign this one for me yeah exactly <laughs> be like this this is what I want be like if, if, if for some reason you went to like you know a meet and greet kind of sign thing be like no 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 he's like uh, no I have pictures here no 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 this, this is this is the one I can honestly see him, like, as you're getting up there, like, he just points to his sign back there, like, no autographs on Mario merchandise. <laughs> he just gets it too much. <laughs> yeah, well, there's definitely just a demographic, like, change right there. He's like, you know what, I used to be the cool hippie guy, and now all of a sudden everybody's coming with me up their Koopa merchandise. <laughs> I was an easy rider, goddammit. I was an apocalypse now, and you guys just want me to point and say, Monkey! <laughs> I just wanted to get my kids some fucking shoes. 
<laughs> you know, he's like, hey, I had some, uh, you know, some payments I'd rather not discuss that needed to be taken care of. <laughs> you know what I was in before this? Speed. Why is no one talking about speed right now? I was fucking awesome in that. Shit. Yeah, I, I was the villain. That was like my, that was like my big comeback movie, you know? The, the, you know, back, back again, like, right, like, you know, the big cinema. Come on. Oh, no, just Mario Brothers. I'm... You know, I know it's only a certain amount of people that's, you know, the Dennis Hopper. I mean, to me, he's always Koopa. That's the thing. Is I love Dennis Hopper. And I love him in all kinds of stuff. But he's always Koopa. I do. I, I will say in this uh, manga, I do appreciate they kind of gave him more of like a reptilian look. Mm-hmm. Because even though I love Dennis Hopper and he totally, like, he just gives 110% in that movie. I, I wish that they just did something to, like, just reptiliify him a little bit more. Make him look like a little bit more like a monster rather than just Dennis Hopper the whole time. And I get it. You're paying a lot of money for Dennis Hopper. But just, like, slap some green scales on him, you know, or, you know, have him go beast mode. I know it's... I know I'm talking about a movie that came out 30 years ago, but still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I, I know. I, I totally know what you're saying and whatnot like that. It's one of those ones that um, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't do kind of, like, more with that, you know. Which, given a lot of the promotional work, I, I imagine they would have, because a lot of the promotional work, it's him in that mid-stage where he has, like, the mouth full of grinning super sharp teeth where you mm-hmm. see the gums rising and then like i even had i wish i don't know what the fuck happened to it but i had a mario movie lunchbox and you know it was mario and luigi with their fist up with the with the with the tools or whatever in the mm-hmm. like in the city and then over the city you saw koopa's eyes but they were like all reptilian and monster like so it's kind of like why don't you guys utilize that more? But that is what it is. You know, and I think that's also just, it's 1993, Partial. just such a proto-early age for, like, CG-type stuff. It's that kind of weird thing of, like, let's just say same movie, but just, like, ten years later, you know what I mean? I th- feel like you could have all those kind of, like, you know, higher-quality special effects. And well, I mean, the special effects are already high-quality, but you know what I mean? You could have more of them. They didn't, they didn't cost an arm and a leg for each one you did, where, you know, once you yeah. get to, like, that kind of Lord of the Rings kind of era... I, I'll say this: given the rest of the aesthetic of this book, I do like the way he looks. Though I know we've been kind of like talking about what the movie could have or should have done, but I really do like the way he looks in this uh, book right here. Oh yeah, no, no, no! Oops, let me just not knock you out. It kind of gives me it kind of gives me the vibe of a um, Nintendo Power comic, you know. I think that's almost kind of what this... Well, it's in Coral Coral Comics. And I just remember as a kid, uh, my buddy Cisco brought me one of those back from like when he went to Hawaii. He's like, here you go. Here's this Coral Coral Comic. I still I still literally have it. It's probably in my bookshelf over here. You know what I mean? But it's just one of those things. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. It's just this big, fat, thousand-page, like, you know, full of manga and all kinds of stuff. And it had all kinds of cool ads in it for, like, PlayStation and Nintendo games and whatnot. And it had the Mario comic in there, along with, you know, things like Bomberman and Kirby and what have you is. Yeah, it does just kind of... Well, we'll, we'll get to the Mario manga, the, the long-running Mario manga in a little while. I think that's still running in Japan, isn't it? It might be, you mm-hmm. know. There was that... It was such a bummer because there was that translation one that came out like mm-hmm. seemed like a couple years ago and I was I remember I was like, oh, dude, they finally are putting it out. This is going to be awesome. And then I remember you're like, yeah picked it up they just take they just take you know issues here and there and kind of slap them together and no rhyme or reason and no mario penis yes yeah so clarification there (laughs) that should have been the cover it's mario with his dick out here here's the thing about that 
you, we, we, we knew that there's this weird Mario manga out there, mm-hmm. but we didn't really know the details, you know? And then every so often you'll just see, like, a GIF or a meme or something of, like, a clip art from that. And, like, whoa, Mario has his dick out. And it just, you know, it's kind of like in that kind of, like... Keep on bringing up Dragon Ball, but it's kind of that old Go- Goku kind of fashion of it. Not like super detailed or anything. We just kind of like it's yeah, more just, of like, just it's like a circle and then just like a you know a cylinder. And it's like yeah, and it's not one of those things like I need to see this. I want this. I must have it. It's more of like this kind of thing of like that's like if Disney said Mickey drop those shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, Fuck, he's hung, you know. Like it's kind of like that. So it's like, you know what? If Mario's thing was showing his dick, I don't know if I would have got into him right away. But when you have him show it once or twice, I'm like, I'm kind of curious, you know. I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. curious to see what he's packing. So the fact there's a fucking officially licensed manga out there that said, okay, is this we'll cool, Nintendo? Sure. <laughs> now, now then, like, yeah, go ahead. We. Take the picture of Mario from the manga with his dick hanging out, and back in the day when Bob Hoskins was still around, <laughs> trying to get him to sign that one. <laughs> and like, just and just like, have the weird collection of a Mario movie autographs, but you, you you're very selective of the pictures you pick. <laughs> it's like you sure you don't want me to sign something from like Hook or like I was just an Unleashed. He's like, like I was in get- Brazil. Come on. <laughs> The the country no the movie damn it <laughs> Terry Gilliam I'm a goddamn legend I'm a goddamn legend you want me to sign this like yeah yeah that, that's anything's what le- that's what legends just, sign anything's possible I just got to believe like, fuck you and um he but anyway just it's the idea of like and then I I. They said this book is finally coming to America. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I'm I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of in a little bit of a manga mood. We buy it, and then I re- I bought it. And it's just like six or seven random stories from different <laughs> miscellaneous games, and not any particular order. I'm like, oh, they're cherry picking the stuff that doesn't get too weird or too wacky. That's what they're doing. And I just give you a little like header at the beginning, like this is in the middle of this arc right here. I'm like, well, what about cool, the rest of the arc? but. What? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'd rather read the whole fucking arc than just like one random chapter. Yeah, it's just one of those ones. It's like, it's just give us the full, you know, uncut. Like this day and age, I just literally like, uncut. Yeah, uncut. Like just the whole thing. <laughs> like I, I don't want you. Don't cherry pick anything for me. Don't give me broken storylines. You. Know, it's like people want. You know what I mean? Like anybody who's a fan of this kind of stuff just wants. They'll buy it all. It doesn't matter what it is, good, bad, and ugly. They'll they'll take it. You know what I mean? And. Maybe one of these days. I mean, until then, I guess you just got to go find that, you know, the jerk-off Johnny version where he's like, you know, yeah, I know a little bit of, like, you know, a Japanese, so I translate the whole thing. Uh, Johnny, you know, you, you barely knew Chinese. You just took that class because, you know, I had that hot girl. It's like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. Like, I translate the book for you. What do you want? This seems like one of those few cases where, like, the the kid that lies and says all the fucked up things that happen in the Japanese version <laughs> that don't actually happen. This seems like one of the few two few cases. Like, oh, dude, dude, there's a manga out there. There's a manga where Mario gets mad and he's throwing off his overalls and he's shaking them, and you see his fucking dick. I'm like, fuck you, he's not that happened. You, you, li- you <laughs> lied about Mew under the under the truck. You lied about like the misty, like s- full on naked in the shower Pokemon card. 
Yeah. Don't give me this shit. No, dude, this time it's real. This time it's real. You're the boy that cried Mew. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that's totally true right there. And then, then, then lo and behold, like later on, you'd be like, dude, I put that guy down for so many years, and now he's in a mental institution and whatnot. You'd just be like, it's fucking real, guys! It's real, man! It's, it's real! It's just, there's just pictures all over the wall of just Mario of his cock out. <laughs> you see, like, it's ex- they just cut to, like, an exterior shard of, like, Ar- Arkham Asylum with lightning bolt in the background. It's real! <laughs> <laughs> so the book <laughs> this was, there it is there it is you know so yeah back to back to old mario here and um and so on and i i thought since we just started showing these we might as well show the cover because the cover is just interesting and i know we kind of gave it later and if you're uh just listening to the regular podcast version of course we'll put the link up there so you can read along or whatever look along as we kind of describe some of these pages well i i will say i do like the way that um even the way Koopa looks in this, he looks drastically different from the actual movie, but at the same time, he looks, he kind of gives me, like, I know I said, like, Dragon Ball villain, but also kind of like a Zelda villain from, like, one of those, from, like, the manga that came Nintendo Power. Looks kind of like maybe an early version of Ganon with the way the code is and all that. Well, you know what is that? And when I look at this cover, you know what I, I feel like I, I would love to see from this? Picture the adaptation, like, uh, anime series. With this kind of mm. same style and give it like that, you know, maybe a 13 run, you know, something like, yeah, it'd be even longer, but probably like 13 episodes would be good enough. Just like that. So it's a little bit of an extended cut, adds a little bit more, but it has this same kind of look and everything to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool when you get the Japanese yeah, version too. Yeah, I can see too. that being cool. I mean, who knows how far away we are from that or at that point. I mean, Nintendo doesn't bend to like fan peer pressure too often, but... Not peer pressure, but fan pressure too often. <laughs> fan peer pressure. Just a bunch of like, you know, fucking nerds stand outside the office. Come on, man. Like, you know, we traveled all the way from California to tell you what we think about your new game. Great. Go to Osaka. We got Nintendo Land over there. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Here's, here's free tickets. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, awesome. Oh, fuck. <laughs> They're fucking riding the ride. Like, oh, dude, they, they, they so got us out of there with the, Nintendo, the free Nintendo tickets. <laughs> Next time. We'll get him next time. Yeah, we, we totally get to get him. Come on, man. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, well, right now, we, the part I guess we left off in the book is where it's just, like, Koopa telling Daisy all the details about where she's from and what the world is. And basically just the big exp- expedition dump. And some Japanese artist says, oh, you know the part with, where his tongue pops, comes out for a minute? No, we gotta go the full distance. We gotta go the full distance. It's gotta look like Gene Simmons out of a Kiss comic. <laughs> It's going to be like Moby Lick from Street Sharks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, those boys going to go super, super extreme there. Well, this one's actually kind of interesting because in this version, too, what they do is um, Koopa takes over Daisy, and that's almost like instantaneously how they get to, like, hey, the plumbers have, like, the crystal. Like, you know what I mean? Because Iggy and Spike come in, and then the, he, he's already using her as leverage instead of having, like, the in-between where, like, there's the prison and the, you know, Toad and all that other stuff and, like, the movie. It's just quickly like, hey, we got your girlfriend. Give us the rock. Yeah. It is very quick. And then as soon as they fuck up, they don't even get, they don't go, they don't get evolved to become smarter. He de-evolves them into being monsters, which yeah. I actually think is a better choice than what happened in the movie. I, I really don't give a shit about their character arc. I kind yeah, of prefer them being like, Hello, brother. Uh, uh, whoa, look at you. Look at you. There's a benevolent you know, leader right over here. 
when they get to Bene- that point. Benevolent dictator, as it yeah. were. And then uh, yeah. almost the interesting thing, too, is in this one, when they de-evolve them, they give them one, like, the kind of the Goomba look, and then one sort of, like, the Koopa Troopa look. Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of like the way the art looks on, like, the way that the kind of characters are like that. I like the Boris Karlar look that, like, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> like, fucking Spike has. <laughs> well, the, well, they Boris Karloff. Did I say Carlisle? I meant Karloff. Yeah. Well, they, they almost have, like, even, like, Ab's family character kind of look to him. I don't know why. Like, like, like some kind of relatives. He does. He does look like fucking Lurch. Jesus. <laughs> but um, as they kind of go on and so on like that, we instantly get to like, it's like, oh, we're, we're at the very end right here. And Mario's picking mushrooms and Luigi's like, you know, Mario, what are you doing? Like, you know, it's not time to be, it's always a time to pick free shit, Luigi. Keep that in mind. How do you keep this business running? It's by how much free shit you can get in the day. <laughs> what is just fun, interesting just cause like he th- like cause Luigi's the one who's just like Mario here's your character arc we gotta you just gotta believe this and that you know and then like Mar- Luigi's just going he literally is player two in this novel in this adaptation he's just like I don't know about this Mario I guess I'll follow along like come on let's pick these exploding fucking mushrooms Luigi we don't know when we'll fucking need them <laughs> Hey, here's the thing. There's no plumbers here in this town. Let's just go throw them in the toilet. See what happens. We'll make work ourselves. <laughs> it's gonna go down the system. There's no plumbers here. There's only one person they can call. Us. Us. We're gonna be running this town, Luigi. That's the key thing. We found a way to conquer it. A town with no plumbers is a town that needs plumbers. <laughs> That's the tagline for the movie. Luigi's like, but Mario, don't you want to go back? Fuck going back. There I have competition. There's Capelli. Here, I got no competition. (laughs) I could be the big cheese around here. Tell you what, I'll go back, but go back for one reason. To wrap my hands around that fuck Capelli's throat and watch his eyes roll back. (laughs) Is this draft one? No, that's draft three. (laughs) I'm surprised it made it that far. That's a shooting script now. <laughs> what do you mean we aren't getting a PG? You you gonna make Mario be a PG? No fucking way. <laughs> I, I do like they, they there there's those things where you could tell when they were working on this comic, they were just trying to get like a couple little things in there here and there. And um like they didn't really have an opportunity to do it in the story exactly. It's like, well, here we're not gonna have time for a chase scene, so let's just have when like they're going for the trade off. He's gonna be rolling up in one of those little kind of like uh, bumper car type things, <laughs> bumper car Mad Max cop cars. But they're like, we gotta get one car in there at some point. So you know what? He rolls up in there and what have you. Carries on. We get kind of to like the battles and everything like that. You know, Mario sort of plays a trick on him, but instead of this one, he throws that mushroom into his hands. The exploding yeah, actually, mushroom. That leads to a cool scene. We'll get to that part later, but yeah, because they do the whole, we're merging thing, you know? And that scene, but when they get to Earth, it's just a regular mushroom there, so it loses its ability. In the meantime, Spike and Iggy are chasing Luigi and Daisy to go, to go put the rock back into the meteorite. Yeah, and then that's where they just pretty much, it really just almost looks like Iggy and Spike are just like, they're like, you know what, I love you, brother, before we die, let me fuck you in the ass. 
And then, I, like, just like the movie, I love how, like, Daisy's all like, oh, I guess I'm the only one who can withstand the Force. Hey, Luigi, come over here and help me. That's like that one where it's like, uh, <laughs> you, you know, Daisy, I... Uh, I, I just saw what happened to that lady, and in this version, I just saw two brothers fucking each other, and then they evaporated, so I, you know, I think I'm good. <laughs> no, it literally looks like he's fucking them, because one's on his hands and knees, <laughs> the other hands on his hips. Like. <laughs> the one's just bent over on the ground, like palms down and everything like that, and even the next panel... <laughs> screaming into the air. <laughs> even the next panel, when it shows Daisy and Luigi, they just got that scared look of shock on their face. <laughs> What the fuck did we just walk into? No, I honestly... I mean, I've heard of brotherly love before, but jeez. I feel like a a manga artist saw that movie, and he's like, I'm filling in the gaps. I know what was really going on there. They they say they were brothers. (laughs) You know, they're they're a little bit inbred, so, you know, let's let's be honest. He he had to evolve them to be smarter, so, you know what, we de-evolved them, (laughs) and what what, what do two morons that get de-evolved start doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Still think Adam and Eve is a fucking thing. Um, <laughs> Adam and Steve. Adam and Steve. <laughs> well, they 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 get they melt and they get. I, I can't tell what happens in this picture. It looks like it looks like they just flat out fucking melted like violently. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they just get like thrown to the wall and become you know a part of it and so on like that. They're just like pure like destroyed and like it's like oh shit, it's getting dangerous here, Daisy. But that's my favorite part is I just love the the after they watch these like multiple panels of violence and death and so on and then Daisy's just like come on over here, Luigi and. Help me. Uh, shit, I guess. How badly do I want to get laid tonight? Yeah. Hey, you know, that's I, why that's why he looks so extra disappointed in the movie when he just like just like if you love her, you let her go. And then he's all like, dude, I was staying the force for her and I was just about to fucking I thought I was gonna die. And now she's gonna fucking tell me she needs time. Yeah. That's kind of how this shit works, dude. You just can't fucking can't demand it right there. Like, I'm sorry, it's the old, it's the old Italian in me. I'm just so used to like, no, <laughs> yeah, right, right here, right now. Come on. <laughs> but um, as they kind of you know pull that rock back out, and nothing happens, to Luigi. He he's like, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. That's probably the only thing he's thinking through. You know, this part's where it gets like super violent. It gets like you know rated R violent almost because the worlds come back and that mushroom that's not a mushroom that Mario stuck in his hand now goes back, you know, into Koopa's palm and it's an actual bomb and it like like blows off his limb. Yeah, th- this part. Right. I mean, I don't think I, 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 if I had to guess, there's probably not red blood there, but still, they, they, like they have this whole thing where it probably it, um, green blood, green or blue or something. But he does that whole, like, the, the lizard from Spider-Man thing, where he just grows his limb back. Yeah. But then it's, like, it's, like, even farther along, too. I mean, I guess we, there's a couple other parts we kind of forgot whether there is there. But um, as he goes farther along into it, he, like, blows off, like, his legs next and everything like that. <laughs> it just starts, just more like, I got a bunch of bombs for you here, and just starts throwing them out like he's Bomberman and whatnot. And then he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, as long as you don't blow my head off, I'll be fine. He's like, that's not what I was going for. I was going for your gun. The de-evolved gun. Eat Super Scope, motherfucker. Well, go go page back. Mario looks so happy. Like, I got me a fucking gun. <laughs> I'm going to kill someone now. Yay, it is going to be a good day. That, that's how anybody looks when they get a Super Scope nowadays. You know, <laughs> they're, they're not cheap. 
<laughs> yeah, then he turns back into to the ooze. And I will say we did skip over real real briefly. When when they do merge and they do go back to Earth, they showed a bunch of like Goombas wreaking havoc and just shoot devolving people into monkeys and all that. Like th- I, I imagine if let's say the um, Illumination movie wasn't happening mm-hmm. and some really ballsy producer said. No, we're not doing that. We're remaking the movie. We're remaking, we're remaking. Yeah, we're remaking it. We're not rebooting it. We're remaking it. I imagine they do something like that. They probably make a whole bigger scene in New York, and they probably have the Goombas do some shit. Really? Well, yeah, because this right here, I mean, it's literally like one page of this comic, but it almost kind of describes a lot of like what there could be. Where it is actually really cool. The Goombas are out there; they're de-evolving people left and right. Everybody's turning back into monkeys and so on, like that. Like that could be just a really cool scene. It's just like it'd be like in a movie where you had just like an extra, like even just ten minutes, you could have this big action scene of just them like annihilating and so on. And Mario kind of realizing that he has to stop this, you know, before it's too late almost in a sense you know yeah well there's a, i mean i um not the draft reread but another draft it ends with mario and bout mario and koopa fighting on the brooklyn bridge and by that point he's turned into like a big monster or something like that in a way to reference you know um fighting a bridge on you know mario one mm-hmm. so I think that's cool. Um, I, I would that would have been interesting to see. By then, I think they were just like, we're not giving you any more money for this fucking movie. So yeah, yeah be, it. <laughs> have them be hanging from a gravel pit, you know, <laughs> so, a gravel bucket. Yeah, exactly. So somewhere we're we're gonna make it simple, whatnot. Like, can it be a little clown flying car? No, 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 no. It's no. The, the propeller logistics are just going to be too tough for our right now. It's just done. But that's something I feel is like right there. It's like once you get one page, but it describes just like how you could kind of do something pretty darn neat and so on with it, you know. And as we kind of go on, we get just that more violent scenes. He finishes them off, de-evolves them, and then it's all kind of like, hey, we're back together. You know, I'm keeping this gun forever. <laughs> Let's go back and turn the people back into humans. That way, they owe their lives to us. Yes, and now we can rule over them. You know what? You know, but we know what we're gonna do. The other plumbers, no more competition, <laughs> no more monkey business. Plumbing is gonna be our family trade and our family trade alone. They're not gonna call them plumbers anymore. They're gonna call them Mario's. They're gonna call them gods. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, I think a little bit of this power went to your head. Don't you don't, fucking tell Don't me you make me de-evolve you right here, Luigi. I fucking will do it. I don't care if you're my own brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll de-evolve your girlfriend, too. I'll put it back to egg form. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> a fucking omelet. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that omelet, too. You thought an ostrich omelet was great. Wait till you have a dinosaur one. <laughs> you see episode of Dave Chappelle it was funny as shit <laughs> just just ends it's just like what happened to Mario's what happened to Luigi and Daisy and Mar- Mario's just eating this like monkey brains and like with a side of like a dinosaur omelet I don't fucking I don't know <laughs> I don't think I don't think we would have as far as that I think we he'd be eating the omelet and then there'd just be a monkey like with a leash around its neck t- like like stuck to the wall with a Luigi hat like 
<laughs> it'd almost be like the end of um, Shaun of the Dead, where it's like he doesn't know what to do, but he's like, he's like, you know what? I'll just tie him up, and then we can still hang out and play video games if we know he's a zombie. Credits is just him like eating that omelet with a monkey, like losing his shit in the background. Once in a while, he just throws water. I'm like, shut the fuck up! Gets the squirt bottle out. <laughs> Oh no! A little bit of a delay there. That's okay. Oh, oh, there you go. It froze for I, a second. Just like, I know. Shh, <laughs> <you're> just like... <laughs> anyway. Oh, it. it... Um. <laughs> oh, it froze again. God damn it! I, I love because it froze, no, and, and then it froze back on you doing the same thing. So it's just a double spray. Yeah, just double so... spray, like. Yeah! But um. But yeah, so that, that that's sort of the end of that thing, and um, it's one of those ones, it's short, but it still is pretty darn awesome. But this is almost where I got even more excited, because when I was done kind of reading it, and you get right to here, and you see these cool, like, making of the movie books that are, of course, only in Japan. There's like two of them and whatnot. There's the making of the Super Mario Brothers movie, and then Mario from Hollywood, and I looked those up on eBay. They're like 150 bucks, so they uh, they are definitely not cheap. And they're all in Japanese, so that's not going to help the cause. But um, yeah. it's just one of those ones where I'm like, dude, that is awesome. See, why don't, why don't we get cool stuff like that on the Mario movie? Just a big old fat, like, hey, here's some making of the books. We get like a coloring book. Jap- there might be some Japanese kid that's mad he didn't get the coloring book. We don't know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then from that point on, that's where we kind of find all these. There's just these cool, neat little, like, tidbits where uh, Mario stuff, or Mario movie stuff appears in the Coral Coral comics, like, just main series. Well, it's interesting, because right here, it's a Super Mario, Super Mario Bros. Goddess of the Demon Empire. Apparently, in Japan, that's the name of the movie. Yeah, like, which I thought sounds pretty badass. Yeah. And just to differentiate it from any other Mario movie, I guess, well, the other one, that one didn't go to theaters, did it? The one that we covered before, was that a... Are you talking um, about the animated one? Yeah, was that like a... Was that a um, I think a, it was uh, just an OVA on TV or o- something. Yeah, OVA. I, I could yeah, be wrong. I thought it was. But um, really, I will say this, Goddess of the Demon Empire sounds like some Legend of Zelda spinoff more than anything else. Yeah. But, or a Metallica it, album, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like one of those ones, like, you know, or not, like more more almost even like some type of like Dragon Force album type stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, probably more Dragon Force. I was just thinking metal. Yeah. But like, okay, um, th- this, you know, for anybody who's looking at the picture right now, when you look at a Coral Coral comic, like, because this is what I just remember from seeing it back in like, you know, the 90s, and you would see this cover here and you would go, this looks like the most amazing thing ever. Because look, just on this Coral Coral comic alone, not only do we just get Mario galore on here, but then there's like, oh, there's Kirby, there's Daisy, there's Yoshi, there's the movie. Oh, there's Street Fighter 2 stuff all over the place here too. There's a bunch of other random anime things in there. There's a dog that's putting his hand up. I don't know what's going on here, <laughs> but I'm, I'm so interested. There's a Super Nintendo. Come on. <laughs> They're basically anthology books, right? Like here's yeah. the monthly here's the monthly uh, issue for this comic and whatnot, right? It's like Show kind and like Jump. Show and Jump. Right? Yeah, it, it, it's just like that, except for it's way thicker than Show and Jump. And then to top it off, it's like not only it, like you know they had all the cool comics in there, but then they would also have just like cool ads and kind of like review, like kind of almost like video game and like computer stuff and a lot of fishing stuff because you know it's Japan they they love their fishing, so it's like there's like <laughs> fishing ads in there like all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking, yeah, I, I remember 
skimming through the one you had, and that's where I first came across the, um, I don't know the official name of it, but I'll just say the Koro Koro comic. Yeah, the Mario Koro Koro comic. I remember flipping through it, and like, this looks fucking different. (laughs) (laughs) Just because the way all the characters are drawn is super fucking different. And from here, then there's another, like, um, give or take 40 pages of, well, first off, the the, um, Milo going into detail, explaining what each thing is. And then essentially saying, okay, some of this is just promotional things they had between issues. Some of this is just little references to the movie that made their way into the book. And when I first saw like a couple random pages out of context, I thought, oh, did they do some weird like, like you know, oh, we're going to do the Kuro Kuro comic movie version of it. Like, oh, no, not that. It's just like... It's just taking little 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 elements or making nods or jokes or references to it. Yeah, I mean this stuff right here that when uh, Milo kind of goes into it, it's just kind of there's just kind of cool history stuff and a little bit of extra descriptions of where some of these things kind of came. Beyond that, it's yeah, they are just kind of diff- different things and whatnot. Like there's, there's Dennis Hopper. This also this picture of Dennis Hopper too that's in here where it's literally a drawing of Dennis Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> this is well, the this one is also- I wish I could have taken to Dennis Hopper and have him sign. The, the, this right here, the stuff in the back right here, it looks like um, Kato Hirano. It looks kind of like the shit he'd have in the back of Helsing books. Yeah, it has that kind of like... Kato Hirano, yeah. When he has that one. And this is like almost an ad that's like literally for like the, the VHS is now out. Go go and get it and whatnot. It, it almost feels like it's just making fun of like Yoshi in this thing too. Just because Yoshi's just like... They, they make fun of Yoshi a lot because they, they say like... There's at some point where they bump into some weird, creepy-looking dinosaur. I'm like, oh my god, it's Yoshi from the movie! You know? And he's just super detailed and has this rape face. He's, like, turning around over the corner. Like, like well, the last thing... Well, I just love it. It's got, like, the most cartoony look. And then you flip the page, and all of a sudden, it's just, like, a highly rendered Yoshi from the movie look. Yeah. Like, the, the, come up to it's it. It's kind of like in the... I, when I know it's farther. Him, it's further in there. But, yeah, there's um, a couple of... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like me it's like the rest of it's like literally like look how cartoony it is and then it's like boom we go in and it's just like extremely detailed and whatnot and That's then my part too is it like walk backwards out the door closing it behind you <laughs> and then i love because mario literally like tells you like regular yoshi he's like like literally like he's a pokemon he's like yoshi tackle attack and then he goes into it and then the next thing you know it's like <laughs> the, la- the the realistic like yoshi is literally just eating his head <laughs> And that's supposed to be, like, Bertha 2 or something. So it's, like, a reference to the uh, big Bertha, I guess. Yeah. Or her name's Bertha, so, yeah. But it's funny because, like, it goes back cartoony stuff. But this almost would have been a funny way to end it. It's like, Yoshi, go attack him and whatnot. And then Yoshi's just getting eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Just being like, oh, shit. And some kid realized he was into war. But yeah, well, that's what a lot of these ones are because, like, they got these ones where it's like, hey, you know, there's a couple mentions where, like, Koopa goes, like, yeah, you dated Bertha at one point. It's like, yeah, they they pull that up a couple times. Well, they also mention, like, um, they also do this thing where I think they, they mention, like, weren't you dating that one lady, Lena, one time? And they just show, like, a little, like, drawing again of, like, Dennis Hopper with the long tongue and the lady playing Lena kind of, like, hunched over his shoulder. Like, totally different art style. Like, not super detailed, but very different art style from the rest of it, you know? 
Well, that one too. It's like they they actually mentioned something kind of like it's it's weird. I think it's this actually issue here. But like Bowser's kind of going and he's like merging worlds with like he's got um uh, what's his name from Mario too. Um, why am I drawing a blank right now? Um, um Wart. Wart. He's got Wart, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna go to Mario three. We got to merge with that one too. He's like, and you have kids in that one. And then there's literally like a scene where Bowser's like, did I get a bang peach in the future? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like That's well, right. Yeah, it's just one of those weird like almost like when you play Mario Sunshine and you're like the fuck just happened like <laughs> <laughs> You know, but but that's where it gets to like where you get to the Lena picture and so on like that, where they just start like mentioning like all the people like, wait a second, is this where all the kids came from? Well, it's interesting because you're looking through this because he does give um, little details between um, what what this what this this is from a few pages of this particular arc and whatnot. And it's like, oh my god, this comic really, I mean, whatever game came out, they felt like making a move, they felt like doing a story arc for it. So the idea, apparently, for, like, Mario All-Stars, I, I wouldn't, this is one of the reasons why I wouldn't mind checking this thing out, because they're pulling from characters and things you wouldn't me- immediately expect. There's a Donkey Kong one, because there's the Donkey Kong game for Sega Genesis, for not Sega Genesis. Yeah, game oh, Boy. Sorry. Game Boy, thank you. What the fuck did that come from? <laughs> um... We, there's the there's the one for Game Boy where after you play it as like regular Donkey Kong levels, then it goes into more of like it still moves and plays like old school Donkey Kong, but he has more acrobatic tricks, and he also Mario does, and mm. the level is a little bit more detailed, and there's a little bit more going into it, it becomes more of kind of like almost like a Mario game where you're tracking down Donkey Kong, which is kind of an interesting concept. Yeah, and that, um, that's an awesome game too. Yeah, I remember that one being pretty fun. And they, one of the comic arcs in here is centered around that game, and it has Mario and Pauline on the cover. So I'm like, man, I, I really wish they would translate. You probably find PDFs online somewhere, but I, yeah. I wouldn't mind checking out these more obscure ones. Like, okay, we all know what happens with Mario 3 and Mario World, but... The super for the Mario RPG one that would be interesting to read. The uh, the one the other one that the, the had a few pages from this it was um, from Yoshi Safari. Yeah, and I, and I think that's just one of those ones that's like pretty neat and all this kind of stuff. Is I think we went we have to go back farther for that one, but um, is that yeah? And those core core comics. I mean, in a sense, when you when you got an ongoing Mario comic, anyways, you're gonna have to start pulling from all kinds of your, like, different ones. And I think that's kind of the neat thing is that, like, when it's going on constantly, they're literally going to make stuff about everything Mario because you know the people reading it, one, you need material, and two, you're going to just be filling that thing up and the the fans are going to want just, like, those deep cuts. I mean, it's kind of, like, no different than the Sonic the Hedgehog comics, you know, how those ones just kind of, you know, you you keep having comics, so you're going to have to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper that, you know, if you only have, let's just say, one random graphic novel once in a while, it's probably going to be kind of generic like it's be like well here's the graphic novel but it's just really suit mario brothers 3 you know yeah the one that it, because that's the one that's gonna be easy to sell slap a tanuki suit on the cover boom you're good well even apparently the one that was um because um, i guess they came out in a similar time that that shares an arc with the all-star mario well all-star mario is just all the mario games what's it like oh they make it a time travel story mm-hmm. okay okay that's cool that's cool so this is I, I wouldn't mind checking this out one way or the other. I mean I have like, you know, like 
six random issues and I'm sitting on my bookshelf right here and I can't I and like I can read six issues out of context with a little like disclaimer at the beginning like this takes place on the thousand year door story arc in yeah. the middle of it this is issue two of the Mario Sunshine one like, alright well I could just read the whole fucking arc really yeah it's like well you know no but I know it's kind of a bummer that that's not like just out there but as i said there, there's probably some good samaritan out there who's translated it all in a decent like not just makeup kind of like it was like 1996 and they just you know wrote in what the guy had wide out and a sharpie and he just put in whatever he wanted <laughs> i um what was it like i feel like i feel like that um they don't want to send those over because they're like japanese they'll get it they know the drill America's not ready for it. They can't handle it. Let's be 100% honest. So if we just send over this vol- this thing where they're making these references to, like, random games from the 90s, which, you know, because probably a lot of kids that read manga this day and age probably weren't aren't too keen on going back and looking into 90s stuff. So it's probably like, oh, we just pick these couple random ones for, like, a kid. They probably, they probably don't want to have the parent... I mean, shit, do, do the fucking thing that Cartoon Network did. Just put a leaf over his dick or whatever. I don't know. I just, I'm just curious about it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, I think that's kind of how it is. There is that hard... I, mean, I think... Because a kid nowadays, I think it's the same way I look at like sort of video games and retro games and all that kind of stuff. Like, let's be honest, if you if you are young, it's the same thing of like comics and everything too and anime. Like when we were growing up, you just didn't have that many choices, so you could kind of like it was easy to anything you found you could indulge in and like absorb. But nowadays, it's like shit. You turn on fucking like Crunchyroll or Funimation, you got eight hundred choices just on those things alone. You know, yeah. what I mean, how many of those are you? There's not enough time in life to watch them all, so you're only going to watch whatever ones you kind of pick. It's kind of like video games too. I mean, video games they've only gotten longer. It's not like back in the day when you can pull out your Sega Genesis and you and a buddy can go through six games in one night. You know, nowadays, you know, you're lucky if you can get one game done in like three days. So, yeah, yeah, no, so, it's just one of those. Yeah, hopefully we get it one day. I mean, like you said, some good Samaritan out there, like Milo, probably yeah. through PDFs of it online, you know, so we'll have to check. Maybe keep an eye out for that, and if we can find a couple of arcs, maybe check them out. Yeah, so look, look down the line and so on like that, but um, this was really cool. I was really, really dug going through it, even though it's short and sweet, but it just kind of just adds just a little bit of extra magic, and there's the more things I want to feel like I want to check out now. Now, there's that novelization. There's those cool making of books. God knows when you would ever find one, but you never know. You never know when you might just get lucky and something like that. We just need to narrow a housing crisis so we can drop all the prices on eBay of stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, I'm like, boy, around like 2008, 2009, that was the last time you could get really good prices on like retro games and like kind of old collectibles and so on. Because nowadays it's just action figures, video games, anything nostalgic just is just going up and going up and going up. So we, we, we need some reason why people can't have so much extra cash in their hands. Just need to, these have been in our family for generations. We know they're worth more, but we really need the money. So we'll give this to you for fifteen dollars sold. You know, <laughs> can we, we have that ha- fourteen? Only got fourteen on me at the moment. Yeah, can we have that happy and ham sandwich? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's the, that's between my five kids. They're having that for dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, this thing's really awesome. So definitely go check it out. 
as we reload ourselves right back in here, of course. But, um, okay, oh, there we go. <laughs> we go. I was saying, okay, as we are kind of uh, back in action right here and so on like this. But, um, yeah, we'll put a link so you can go check out what Milo has uh, unearthed, like, you know, the archaeologist of ancient Japanese manga, ancient as being 1993. But there's some kids out there that would be ancient. <laughs> so, Assuming we're still doing the show when we're fifty, we're like we found another Mario Brothers movie thing. Yeah, I'm just like God. <laughs> they, they won't give up the Mario Brothers movie. It's all we know. It's what we love. It's the Mario movie, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're making another Sonic the Hedgehog one. Well, I can't wait. Push me into the theater. There is no more theaters. Oh. Plug me in like Ghost in the Shell. Yes, yes. Give me a, a, a sexy, hot anime body. Oh, you don't, oh, never mind. I guess I'll just stick with what I have and enjoy it. <laughs> my mind, my only true escape. <laughs> it's the only place I have left. But, um... But yeah, check this out. It's cool. Once again, I said we'll leave a link in there. But other than that, go to oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, comic books like Pizza Boys, old animations, all that fun stuff. You can find me at Spencer S. Holmes on Twitter and Ryan at Dunnigan Ryan since we got the little Twitter stream going here right now, trying something different. Of course, um, yeah. We'll see where it goes again. We can try it on here. We can try it on YouTube. All kinds of fun stuff. Play around with it. Something extra to add a third dimension to the podcasting. But beyond all that good fun, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. And we'll see you some other time. Later, folks.